This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, birth order. Is there something to that? Plus, Biz returns from the mountains and Teresa plays pretend. Woo! <laughs> Teresa! Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I have a baby here with me today. Get it? Where is it? Where is it? It's He's, not in the booth. He's right outside he's not the booth. In the booth, yeah. Eleven <laughs> months. Yet. Eleven months is the limit, I think. I don't think an eleven month old wants to be inside a booth. I just keep waiting to like I my back faces this window uh-huh. in the booth. Yeah. And so uh, the two things I'm looking forward to is Teresa eventually's head just like slowly just peeking, peeking around, around me you. to try yeah. and see the glory of her baby. Yep. Or Curtis plastering himself up against this yeah. wall. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, kind of Chucky style. Definitely both going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so what's um, been going on? So it's been good. Um, so we are at Sketchfest this coming weekend. Yes, this weekend. Like, if you're listening to the show yeah. Friday. Friday or Saturday. We are there yeah. now. The 21st, yeah. 1 p.m. I don't know if tickets will still be available so by the should, time you hear this. Check it check. out. Um, but last weekend, Jesse, my <laughs> husband, was up at Sketchfest performing his two podcasts, Jordan Jesse Go and Judge John Hodgman. They had a lot of fun. Sounded like great shows. I wish I could have been there. I was at home with my two younger children, Oscar and Curtis. Mm-hmm. Jesse decided to take our oldest child, our six-year-old daughter, Grace, with him to San Francisco. Nice. And they ended up going for kind of a lot of days. It was like four days and yeah. three nights. And he, because, um, you know, we have family up there. So she was able to stay with my mother-in-law for a couple of nights. She stayed with my family for a night. Back at home, <laughs> I was just like, it was kind of like when we were in Brooklyn and I was, I, I said I was pretending that right. I was just this one person living with this one baby in yeah, like, yeah, an yeah. apartment in Brooklyn. And that was like a really fun little like imaginary yeah. game I was playing. <laughs> so I kind of did the same thing again, which was that, but I just had two children right, in, this, two. in this dream. Yeah. And, and it's the 80s. <laughs> so nice and it, it's really on topic for the yeah, birth order thing today because I was really able to like let my middle child Oscar who's four like take the lead on like yeah. what his interests were <laughs> like, he's got interests? Which, uh, yeah, I blew my mind to find out he has likes and dislikes and so that was really interesting and huh. we had a great time weird yeah so. I am looking forward to talking about this more <laughs> Now, though, I think now it just puts this whole new perspective on what our discussion is actually going to be about. Fascinating. Well, good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. So That's how nice. are you? I'm good. As I said last week, we went to the mountains. We did yeah, a thing. How was that? That I imagine other people do all the time successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am sure is not a thing that my family can do. Uh-huh. We went. We did it. It was like. 90% really successful. That's no, so awesome. It was. I, at first I thought you were going to say it was like 90 degrees because that could, could totally also happen. It was, it was also warm. Okay. But, but <laughs> it was great. That's so good. We, like, we, That's so good. It really was amazing. I felt like we're doing this. Like we went, 
like we did some activities. Uh-huh. Turns out the Lawrences can bowl. Wow. I know. Hey. I know. Okay. We had a really nice time. There's some like sleep stuff, and I wound up sleeping with Ellis like two nights and whatever, uh-huh. but yeah. like... That actually wasn't the worst thing because it's not something we normally do and it didn't fuck us up for the rest of our lives as far as I know. You don't have to like worry about it because you know it's kind of like a fluke. It's like a fluke thing. And like our, it was great to see our friends who met us there and Mm -hmm. their kids. It just worked. Nice. And I I felt great. Good job. And also happy birthday. You had your birthday. I had my birthday. I had my birthday while you were there. So it was. Uh, it was really great. I just, we did stuff and we didn't fail. And it was, I feel like it was something. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. So let's just jump right into our topic, which this may be the first time ever I have something to talk about at the beginning of the show that does not segue super gracefully or really, I like to imagine that they always segue so gracefully, don't they? They don't. Uh, into our topic that we're going to discuss today, but maybe that's just my opinion as a second child on how things should work. (laughs) Let's talk about birth order. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, birth order. Before you had kids, Mm -hmm. what did you think about it? Did you first, I guess, tell us, remind us all the birth order of your house, Mm. as well as just for fun, your parents' birth order. Oh, sure. Right? Let's just get a birth order set. I really feel like this is going to be exactly like talking about horoscopes, guys. Oh, totally. Okay. So tell me, everybody sign in your house growing up. Let's start. Let's start there. <laughs> so I'm the oldest. Okay, oldest. And then I have like a younger sister who's the middle child. And then I have a youngest brother who's the third youngest child. Okay. And, you're... <laughs> <laughs> and your parents were they? My parents were, my dad was the youngest of two, and my mom is a middle. But she's one of seven. So, what? yeah. Barely in the she's middle. She's one of the, <laughs> one of those in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When there's like seven kids, there's barely a middle. There's like, right. there's like a first yeah. and last. Yeah. And then everybody well, in between. Well, and it's also, I think there's possibly when you have that many kids, there's, there's many youngest and yeah. many oldest because there's like <laughs> lots of different ro- like sibling right. relationships within, oh, the, yeah. within the, the order of kids. Does Very that make Von sense? Trapp family. Yeah. I'm trying to now think of like what I thought about birth order uh-huh. based on what the television told me to oh, think. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, just real quick, I'll give mine. I am youngest uh-huh. of two. So yes. my sister is the oldest. Mm-hmm. I am the youngest. Mm-hmm. My mother was the youngest. Mm-hmm. My father, an only child. Yeah. I don't know how we all function there as a go. family. Seems impossible. Yeah, it does seem impossible. So before, what did you like? Are the, what are birth, yeah. okay, but yeah. birth order? Right. What does it bring to mind so, or your family? Okay. One of the two. Thank you. Um, so 
going into this discussion today, I have like with me in my mind like vague <laughs> bits and pieces of like things I've read over the course of my life oh, yeah. and I purposefully did not go back and like find those things yeah. and like really try to understand oh, good. because I just didn't I was like we don't want information oh I've stopped researching want, for the show years ago yeah we want like <laughs> what is our like general sense of this yeah, you know sure um, and I think <laughs> that's the truth of parenting yeah. right there like there's a few things so like first of and foremost, I think I have always had the sense that there is some like there is something to birth order. I don't know what it is, but like there's some way of looking at the world, perhaps, mm. that relates to birth order. So, for example, like I just think it's really interesting that Jesse and I are both oldest and we fell in love and have a family. Sure. And then my younger sister is married to a middle. Okay. And my youngest brother is has been in like a 10 years long relationship with yeah. his girlfriend who is the youngest of three. Oh. Which I just think it's interesting. But it's also kind of baloney because like you could also think about... <laughs> Like, I was thinking, when you were saying that you're the youngest yeah. of two and you have your older sister, I was like, well, it's interesting, like, that you and I, like, get along so well. Right. And it's probably because we naturally fit into these roles of I'm the older sister and you're the younger sister or something like that. Yeah, like that, that's so interesting. That clicks, you know? But it's But you could almost find a way for any puzzle of relationships to work that way and say, see, there's something well, right. birth that, order. That's like, why I want to compare it to horoscopes. Yeah. I'm like, guys, I am the epitome of a Capricorn. Yes. Yes. But then like, there are... <laughs> We were doing, Katie Bell wanted to know about the Chinese New Year like, yeah. symbol horoscope. So I start reading her hers, and I'm like, yeah, this is obviously you. She's like, yeah, yeah. it's obviously me. Yeah. And I'm like, here's mine. It's obviously me, obviously. Then we get to Stefan, and we I start reading out loud, and she and I both are like, that is nothing like Papa. Oh, and I was like, you're right. Yeah. Never tell him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never tell him. Yeah, no, okay. I See, I'm not going to repeat anything you said. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say, by the way, Stefan is the oldest uh-huh. of two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but I definitely had images of like the roles that oldest, youngest, mm-hmm. and middles have. Yeah. Mainly based on the Brady Bunch. Yeah. So my opinion of oldest, like if I was going to say, somebody said, "Quick, yeah, oldest children, yeah. what are they like?" I would yeah. say they're the ones who are, you know, the 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 go to when parents start <laughs> dying. <laughs> Right? Like, they're the ones, like, when there's the, the crisis. Oh, my God. I mean, like, they're the ones who feel that, sure, like. they're, like, the responsible they're Right. They're yeah. somehow, they're, they either feel yeah. that's their job. Yeah. Whether that's true or not. And just, yeah. these are all vague, vagaries yeah. I'm sharing. Or everybody, like, it's just put upon them to be the responsible one. Right. A little bit. I mean, which kind of makes sense. Could be, yeah, because they, they because just, it, sure. from the time a younger sibling shows up in the house, right. the idea is like involve the older child by right. involve the older help. child. By, yeah, but however, I could also say yeah. I've also seen and yeah. have heard said that the oldest sort of have the hardest time adjusting and are kind of <laughs> more of the like a uh, needy. Of the because they had so much, they got so much time, right? Right. right? right, right, right. And yeah. suddenly, I keep thinking of that like Lonely Boy song that I talk about on the show all the time. It's a '70s song where the kids like <laughs> the song is called Lonely Boy, and his parents tell him he's the most special, uh-huh. and then they have a second child. Yeah, and he runs down the hall and he cries. Yeah. Oh, how could my parents have died? Anyway, and so like, <laughs> it ruins his life. It right. ruins the whole song. Right. Is this guy whining yeah. about having a fucking sister? <laughs> 
and I it makes me laugh so hard every time it's the best song. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So middle kids, yeah, they're just forgotten. They're just yeah. like Jan Brady. Yeah. Like whatever Jan Brady is is a middle child. Yeah. Okay. Peter, fine. Yeah. Peter's fine. No one cares about Peter being the middle kid. Right. But Jan, several episodes that had to focus on the poor, neglected, personalityless middle yeah. child. She's not as pretty or as smart <laughs> right. as her older sister. That's right. She's always yeah. going to be in the shadow of yeah. the older sister, right. but also never the youngest, cutest, Cute whatever's, baby left. One. Right. Yeah. whatever's left. Whatever's left. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the baby. Right. Now, a lot of stuff on the youngest. Right. The youngest is the baby. Right, the baby. And there's nothing nice about that, by the way. Right. No one's like, oh, they are the baby. Isn't that great news? Yeah, isn't that great for them? <laughs> isn't that great? Right. Yeah. She's 52. She's always going to be the baby. Right. <laughs> right. Because, like, in the South, my mother, my mother's mother was Big Helen. Uh-huh. Mama is Little Helen and uh-huh. Helen Michelle's Baby Helen, right? right. Like, so we, like, identify yeah. people yeah. generationally. Like right, yeah. yeah. So she's the baby. Right. And she'll be the baby. Whoever the baby is will be the baby until they're dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's, they're always somehow the least capable of maturity. Yep. They could never handle responsibility. Mm-hmm. They never had to handle, handle responsibility, mm-hmm. right? But I see that kind of as a, if there are more than two, mm-hmm. because, see, I'm second- Mm-hmm. And I'm just practically perfect in every way. You're not the baby. I'm, You're just. The I'm young- not the baby. I'm the younger. Yeah. And my sister probably would argue with this. Yeah. But uh, I was. I was. I was also a little bit like the middle in the sense of like I gotta go to work. Here's your key to the house. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, don't like, the door. Nobody's going to bend over backwards yeah. to, like, make everything perfect Right, for you. yeah. yeah. My, you know, like, yeah. so, I, you know, so I'm with you in the sense yeah. of, like, there's so much at play. Those are, like, all the stereotypes. I'm just and listing the stereotypes. The other, can I add to yeah. those stereotypes? Yeah. So the other stereotypes that I've heard are that parents always think their oldest one is the smart one and oh. their second one is the creative one. Oh. That is, like, a, a stereotypical thing? birth yeah. order thing. What's like the, the last one, one like? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The, the <laughs> accountant? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's always some thing. yeah, some sort of like, yeah, there's some sort of stigma yeah. that we stick on kids. And and each time we're sticking it, it's based on whatever our personal experiences were. Because yeah. I can say as the second slash youngest, uh-huh. I learned so much just studying how my sister did stuff yeah. and what she got away with and what yeah. she didn't. But yeah. then I was able to get away with so much more because yeah. I just didn't do what she did. Right. Right? Like, you I was like, learned oh. from her mistakes. Right. Don't tell yeah. my parents that's I'm going to so do that. That's so smart. I'm going to, like, right. Yeah. Like, and so for me, second's clearly the MacGyver of the of right. the, of the roles. Right. Right? Like, oh. That can also happen. This is how to lie yeah. and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also have, like, I mean, because in my house, I was definitely, like, the goody two-shoes. Mm, super yeah, the goody responsible. Versus the bad kid. Yeah. And, um... And also because my brother was so much younger, right. he was really the baby. Baby. And and yeah, there was no like sibling rivalry there. He was just the baby. It was like me and my sister and then the baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure I necessarily hold on to any of those things as mm-hmm. being accurate. Yeah. But I think they're part of the cultural you know, vision mm-hmm. of kids. Mm-hmm. And we may be like associating it to things without even being aware of it. I think which so. leads us to yeah. we have our own kids. Right. Uh so you've got the three mm-hmm. 
I can speak very quick because I think this yeah, is yeah. going to be more interesting with the three, Go. especially given yeah. that you just had this experience of one being right. gone. Yep. Mine, Katie Bell was definitely not the baby as the first. She was fiercely independent, while the second is definitely, Ellis is way more like must-have constant need. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the things that were the opposite, I think, of me and my sister. Like I always felt like Hel Michelle was more like, I don't want to go to camp. I'm not like a big she wasn't a big mm-hmm. adventurer in those mm-hmm. years. Um, she was going to be like, what the fuck? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, while I spent my whole summers away as much right. as I could get away from the house, I yeah. wanted to be away from the house. Yeah. Running through a creek, jumping off rocks and cliffs all about that while she was like, I need to catch up on the soaps today. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, which is the opposite of like what my kids, like. I don't feel like my kids are falling into the roles of second mm-hmm. and first the way that my sister and I fell into whatever roles we had as first and second. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think my heart is, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm attributing to them as first and second per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I, nothing. And maybe, maybe nothing. I might, be, yeah, I might, I might just like not. I probably pay more attention to their horoscope signs. <laughs> well, but so this is interesting because I think that the more I think about this, the more I think that like the one constant, like all those stereotypes are there, but I think you, there's so many variables yeah. and so many personality differences that it's all just kind of comes out in the wash or whatever right. the phrase is. Um, but the one constant that I think may just be a reality is that... If you have, like, and we haven't talked about onlys yet. We need no, to bring that yeah, into this, should, too. Yeah. And, and also about, like, combined families, too. Because, like, I described right. Jesse as an only, as a as an older, he has two younger half-brothers. He's also kind of an only child. And right. he's told me before he kind of feels like an only child. Yeah. And, like, my sister's husband, I described him as a middle child. But, like, that's if you include all his halves. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. And, you know with his one full both brother or whatever he's the older so anyways there's like a lot of variables but um, one constant is that if you have a kid the next kid is going to be compared to that kid completely and that is like depending on what the first kid's personality is and what the second kid's personality is that can play out in so many different oh, ways. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so... Because I was thinking, when you were talking about the baby of the family, it's yeah. so funny how in my... I'm realizing, as you're saying that, in my family, my current immediate family, I think... I still think of Oscar as the baby. As the baby. He's just so the baby. Yeah. He just is. I know that'll change. Someday, Oscar, if you're listening to this 20 years from now, I know that you won't always be the baby. And there's nothing bad about being the baby. But I just think of him as the baby. Yeah. And then Curtis is like, I, I was texting you before the show. We were talking about this. And I was saying, like, I have started to feel like I wish every human had the opportunity to be a third child. Yeah. Because, like, I'm so jealous of the way Curtis is, like... He's just himself and like he's so great and I love him and but I have no like pressure around him for right. some reason. I don't know if it's like because of the personalities of my two older kids yeah. or if it's because of what's going on in our lives or if it's because of who he is. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like comes with experience that like lots of parents feel this way at once they start having yeah. three, four, five, six kids or whatever. But I'm just like like Grace is She's such a complex girl and like she's there's so much to her and like 
it's she's just amazing, but she's so she's complicated. Yeah. And then Oscar, like everything what I was thinking about this weekend is that everything about him I think about in comparison to her and I can't help it. My brain just does that. And which is really problematic for like his own growth and like personal development and everything. And, um, but then like with Curtis, it's like, he just gets to be himself and I'm not too worried about it, which is so unfair to my other kids. Like, I'm just like, you're great. Like, well, do you you're fine. Kind of throw in a weird you know I mean? factor to this that yes. I wonder about? Because, like, yeah. I remember Mama occasionally, as the second child in her growing up for herself, I can remember her being like, sometimes feeling like I was getting treated a little special because I was the second mm-hmm. child, too, right? Because she, I, I can remember there being like a little bit of a like, understanding Mm -hmm. as the second child she could relate to me Mm. on certain ways because if we were having a similar experience of like not being able to go to the same places that my older sister would get to go to or not being able to do the things that she did yet right Mm -hmm. um and i wonder if because your baby and and growing up because your brother was so much younger you don't feel that dynamic as much you know what Mm. i mean like I, i wonder how much for all of us there our own experience. Our own experience. Yeah. Of like, I can really relate to you because I'm the first. I'm the oldest. Position, right? Your perspective. Your yeah. perspective. Yeah, more. Yeah, Whether yeah, that's yeah. true or not, because I know we can find things yeah. that we relate to our kids given whatever they're going through. Yeah. But like, how much are we bringing in consciously or subconsciously based yeah. on our position? Which is so weird that we ever give even credence to those positions. Right. But I guess we have been doing that culturally forever. The oh, oldest yeah. should be the first to have a job. Blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's it's, really true. It's interesting also with Curtis because, you know, the other stereotype of child placement is the third one's so easy. Right. right. You yeah. know, there, that is the is thing. The fourth one, easy. you'll forget all they able to exist. The fifth one will be yeah. in college before you know his name. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> whatever crazy <laughs> bullshit thing we say. But, like, there's, there, yeah. there, I think there is an E. I wonder, like, how much yeah. there is an E, or if it's just that Curtis is laid back Curtis. Yeah. I, it's so interesting. But I really want to hear about you being, like, about Grace being away. Yeah. And what that was like having the two kids. Yeah. Because I think that's really interesting, and I wonder how much of that really this is more about. Like when we yeah. start thinking about child place. Yeah. Well, it, totally. I mean, so there's two parts to this. Because the first one was, you know, Grace being gone for four days, and kind of, uh, and Curtis just being accustomed to being along for the ride yeah. at this stage in his life. I really was able to pay more attention to Oscar and like say, what do you feel like doing today? What yeah. would be good for you? Um, Grace is like sort of, she requires a lot of structure. And so for like our weekend activities, I plan out our weekends in advance yeah. according to what she can handle and what is going to work for her. And I plot out these schedules and a lot of times, even, you know, Oscar gets, like, playdates with friends and well, sure. other stuff. But it's, like, that sort that stuff fills in slots that have already been pre-created yeah. with Grace in mind. And that's not even just all about birth order. That's just who she is and what she needs. But I do want to say, if I look at my family and yeah. what we're doing... Katie Bell does get the priority on the weekends oh, of really? scheduling and the uh-huh. events. And like, I don't think we've done a play date with Ellis except like twice. Uh-huh. But like, you know, so, yeah. so she's got her activities. Yeah. Like it's 
we've always because we've always we've been always doing her that. stuff. Right. It's a lot easier to keep that up. Right. First child getting sort yeah. of the priority and the schedule, and the second one slotting in because they've just been a baby. They've just been too little. Yeah. They've been, and then suddenly, yeah. like for us, I mean, yeah. suddenly they're four. Yeah. And they should could be at a camp if they want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we just yeah. hadn't, hadn't thought about that at all. So I just wanted to add that to say no. That's but I also yeah. know. Grace's personality yeah, yeah, plays yeah. into that too. Right. It might just make it even more yeah. kind of like set in stone. But so, you know, like there was a day where we kind of had a plan to do this class in the morning with one of his friends. And then we didn't get in because we were on the wait list and we didn't get a slot. And then he was really bummed about that. And he was he'd been asking about sharks all weekend. Yeah. And it just occurred to me, like, we could go to the aquarium <laughs> So I offered, like, do you want to go check out some sharks at the aquarium? Because yes. it's been, like, probably two years since we've been to the aquarium. Yeah. And he was like, yes. yes. And I was like, great. And so we went to the aquarium, and I totally just let him take the lead. I had the baby in the ergo. And wow. it was so – it was, like, a breath of fresh air. Like, just being like, what do you want to do? Like, and just following him. I mean, it was just so I interesting. Know. And then to, like, really drive this home – you know, we're doing some, like, we're exploring different school options for next year, and there's nothing really more to say about that other than, you know, I'm, for right now, but for right now, I'm doing some applications, and there's some applications for Grace and some for Oscar, and I I mean, I've really, it's really been driven home that, like, I have all this complicated stuff to say about <laughs> Grace in an educational setting, you know, yeah. and... And then, you know, part of that is, like, we've had testing done with her, and there's, like, sure. stuff. There's, she's older. There's more yeah, stuff there's more to, to say. But, you know, Oscar being younger and having just had preschool and also just being the sibling to Grace, I realized in my answers to his questions, like, I found myself just being like, I mean, he's just great. Like, he's, yeah. just, he's sweet. <laughs> he's fun. He loves to learn. He loves his friends. Yeah. He's, it was, like, the most generic. And I was, like, sitting there thinking, okay, this child like connects with me deeply like yeah. soul to soul this child and i have a very i i don't i don't even mean that in a silly way no, like I know. i'm so deeply connected with this child i feel like i know him like in a in a way that like i can't even i don't even have words yeah. for and yet when it comes to like describing who he is cute I'm like he's he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like so fun and funny yeah like that's literally and it, and what's crazy is that I also am realizing that like as I'm doing this because I'm doing applications for both of them I really am literally comparing them yeah. I'm talking about him in the context of my other child well right that is and it if I were to be describing him compared to another child yeah. at school it would be a totally different set of characteristics it, it really would, be. would. no I because I was sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking things like well like comparing Katie Bell if I had to write a thing on Katie Bell yeah. versus Ellis yeah I'd be like she's fine <laughs> yeah right <laughs> she's fine yeah but even though even though when I go in, like, yeah. even, you know, the public school and elementary school is always like, oh, what should we know about your child? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, she's a t I spend like a whole thing. Like, uh -huh. she's a talker. And so she knows. And like, uh -huh. also don't touch her. She don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, all this stuff over the last couple of yeah. years. Listening to you, I also want to say there's, I, I also wonder just from a, let's reflect as parents yeah. on what we're doing. Uh -huh. I hate doing this, guys. I hate it too. But it's the like, <laughs> 
We've been filling out these things longer. It's like yeah. the activities. Yeah. Are we just, is there just a habit? It's like, they got the better diapers. They got the better food. Mm. They got the better stuff. And then you're like, I'm going to wipe this pacifier on my shoe and mm-hmm. stick it back in your mouth because I don't get to do shit. Second mm. child, third child, whatever. You don't even get a pacifier. Here's my finger. Like, but the first, we may, I can tell you that I have probably been more precious at times with like what I'm sharing with people and how I fill that out. Mm. And if I was posed with the same thing of filling stuff out for else, I might just skim it off a little. Be like, mm-hmm. he's fine. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I'd be like, he's a yeller. <laughs> but like, so, okay. But, but I I just want to say, yeah. outside of all the stereotype stuff we said at the beginning about first, second, and third, yeah. I wonder if inherently there's something that we place on first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever, that just has to do with, like, where we were when we had them. I think you're right, and I think part of it, I I think you're exactly right, and there is something about when you get your first First kid, kid, you know, whether you have a partner or not. I don't think it's even about birth. It's just about this first child coming into your house. And the way that that child kind of grows and presents themselves to the world, we, I, have felt like is such a reflection of me. Yeah. Whereas, and I feel like with like each child, that's gone like less Less and less. less. (laughs) Like, I don't know why, like for better or for, like Like, I I don't care. No, I don't know if it's like, because I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. I know, I I don't either. I think there's like good things about it and I think there's also like really big problems with it. No, I, I agree. And so same thing as the like, is it, Better that I'm not as consumed with, like, what I need to say about Ellis that I yeah. do with the first. Or is that, is that like great? Is it great that I've just grown so much as a parent that I'm looser right. about it? Or is it worse because I've somehow, like, well, will the children ever feel this? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Will they ever right. feel this? In some way that could be harmful. Yeah. Like, should I yeah. beat myself up yeah. about this in general? Because I could. Yeah, but, like, probably not. I do wonder... Because it gets very confusing because sometimes the kids just have these different needs that have nothing to do with birth order. Right. But that is playing out simultaneously with maybe something we're just doing. Yeah. birth order. And I don't mean the birth order that we talked about at the beginning. I mean just like your first kid you did you did spend more time with, you know, there was yeah. more one-on-one with because yeah. there was not another child there. Right. Right. Doesn't matter about your work schedule or any of that. It's, yeah. and when there's two, it's all about the splitting, you right. know? And then a third, maybe they are the easiest because you're just too tired to make it a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, to make their yeah. needs a big deal. Yeah. Like you would have the first. Yeah. I don't know, but I this know actually either. turned into something a lot more interesting than just us making fun of birth order. Yeah. Huh. What it makes me think about is how important it must be for all of us to, like, leave the home at Um, some point. Yeah. Like, you know, people talk about this, like, whether you have, like, terrible childhood trauma or just, you know, deep conflicts with your families or, you know, or just... You have a happy yeah. childhood yeah. overall. I think that we do kind of build these mm. compartments 
for our children, yes. whether we mean to or not. It's just the way our brains are problem solving. Yes. And I think that can be so limiting. And I think it's just, it really makes me realize that, like, even with all my best intentions with my kids, like, yeah. I know that my kids are going to need to, like, get away from the family sometimes yes. and find out who they are in relation to the world, As not opposed just in to relation our family. to our family. That is a really good point, because I think a thing we haven't talked about with the roles, like, of first, second, third, whatever, is... There was a long period of time, and I, I've mentioned this on the show before, where, you know, my sister and I would come back home from college or New York, wherever anybody was. None of us were living at home. We'd come back home, and the roles we would just slot back into, either we would relate to yeah. each other as if we were 16 and 12. Yeah. Uh, our par- I felt yeah. like forever my parents only saw me as, like, the 20-year-old. Yeah mess yeah. that I once was. Yeah. Like even now sometimes like I feel like they only see me as this you know the second. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and not only that but the second of who I was way a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like the I think you're right. There's a there's getting away and breaking off really can sometimes make those roles we may not have even realized we were putting on ourselves or each other as siblings or as parents to our kids. You know, uh, until we come back home, that's really interesting. I think that's a really interesting point that only an oldest child could make. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bob's Red Mill. Bob's Red Mill believes you shouldn't have to stress about making easy and nutritious meals for your family. What? (laughs) They're dedicated to making it easy to get going in the mornings with their on-the-go oatmeal cups and other healthy breakfast options. Bob's Red Mill is offering our listeners 25% off with the promo code MOTHER if you head to bobsredmill.com. The company has been making high-quality, gluten-free, and stone-ground products for decades, minimally processed in a stone mill in Oregon. Head to bobsredmill.com to get 25% off with promo code MOTHER. That's bobsredmill.com, code MOTHER. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. My genius moment was when Grace went off for four days with Jesse for the weekend. I was having some anxiety leading up Mm. to her going away. And, um, you know, part of that was she hadn't stayed with my mother-in-law before. She hadn't stayed away from Oscar and the rest of our family before overnight. 
and then she was there was going to be a lot of like switching gears and switching transitions, flying with Jesse, yeah. getting going to one of his grandmother's houses, getting picked up by the other grandmother, going to another county, staying there in a house that I've never visited before, yeah. going and meeting up with Jesse again, flying. I mean, just like so many little different steps that yeah. I wouldn't be there for at all. Yeah. I couldn't there was very little I could do to manage that for her. Yeah. I I had a moment where I just went I said yes to this because I knew that she could do this. Yep. And I knew it was going to be good for her. Yeah. And do I still think that that's true? Yes. I do still think that that's true. And is there like anything that my worrying is going to like do? Yeah. No, I would like to have a nice weekend with my other two children. And I really did. Yeah. Like, I really let go. And I really had a nice weekend. And so did she. And I'm so glad that I was able to let go. Just practice for all that letting go we're going to have to do later. That's so good. That's so good for you and for Grace. Thank you. And for Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. That's just good. Good job. Thanks. So, in the mountains, four kids total, (laughs) different schedules and different ages and all that. <laughs> I thought our genius was we went, I don't think we realized we were, this was a genius until later, but we only picked like one big activity each day. Oh, so like one day yes. we did the like slope, uh, you know, tubing, uh-huh. right? And then the next day we did the bowling. Yes. Both we just did like hour, hour and a half, two hours kind of thing. You know, everybody just went with it. There was no big deal of like now we're done. It was just now we're done. If you guys want to stay, you stay. If not, we'll go back. It was very loose, but the only doing the one big thing yeah. wound up working really. I mean, we still did like little things here. Oh, we'll go yeah, out. Yeah. So, some of us went to lunch. Yeah. Some of us didn't. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. like it was a big deal. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Hi, this is a genius. I came back to work to a promotion after having my youngest, who is now four months. I also have twins that turned two a week ago. This promotion meant that I was in charge of my grade level, um, and I work at a high-performing charter school, which I love. It's a great job. It's fabulous, and I was really excited about this promotion. But I came back, and I had three kids under two years old. That's a lot of diapers. And one day, I sat down with the principal, and I said, hey, I'm stressed. And she said, you don't have to do this leadership position yet. You don't have to. And I said, what? And she said, you're doing a really good job, but you don't have to do this. You can come do this next year. You could do it later in the year. But right now, if you want to take this off your plate, you can. And instead of getting upset or thinking that she thought that I wasn't doing a good job, I said yes. So now I don't have to do that, and it's one less thing on my plate. I am a fucking genius. You're doing a great job. Bye. Guys, Yeah. this is how the universe should work. Yeah. I needed to play this to hear, I'll say it, women being fucking awesome yeah. to each other. Yeah. Okay? Everybody has the opportunity to be awesome to each other like these people were to each other. For, for this caller to be able to identify and be clear with her boss and her boss to to be able to like offer this to her and to say you can take this off your plate and nothing's at jeopardy. I always think back to like, you know, 
my sister and I joke all the time. If somebody gives us any kind of criticism or even even like something like, well, you can you can take that off. Like our first mm-hmm. thoughts are, what's wrong? Right. <laughs> what's yeah. wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? What have we done wrong? We're yeah. failing. No, I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. But, you know, but to like let go of that bullshit, yeah. I just everything about this call yeah. is just a genius that the universe needed. I needed to hear so all of this. Yeah. And it's just a fa- like the three kids under three. It's, it's a fact. Fact. It's not. It's not something to try to fight or fix or or that somebody's to... really great at and you're not. No. It's it just is, is right now. Yeah. 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 And it won't be later. Yeah. Because they're gonna get older. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just so good. Good job. Such a good job. I just I'm just gonna go on one more time and yeah. just say. This is unique to this experience, but these elements of this yeah. really can snap in into any situation. Yeah. I just love this. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. <laughs> so on my glorious weekend at home <laughs> with Oscar and Curtis, there was one night where we said we were going to do a movie night after Curtis went to bed uh, because Gracie's a little sensitive about movies and there's a lot of things that Oscar usually wants to watch that she can't really <laughs> like make it through. And so we're like, oh, perfect. We're going to have a movie night tonight. So baby goes to bed and we sit there trying to pick out movies and we ended up picking out we ended up picking out I don't know how it ended up happening it was just like what was available yeah but we ended up watching Kung Fu Panda 2 which like Oscar watched the it was recommended by sure. you know Common Sense Media whatever and then we watched the trailer and he was cracking up in the trailer and was like I want to watch that I yeah. want to watch that so much and you know it was for like recommended for like six and up yeah. or something but I was like oh it'll be fine so it was <laughs> it was good and like fun and funny but a couple things happened one there's like a panda genocide in this movie that is really disturbing that i was not prepared did not see coming and like this very stressful scene where like the mama panda is like basically abandoning the baby to like save it oh my god no yeah and so so that was happening and i was like trying to i was trying to like Tell Oscar, well, she was, uh, she was, she knew that so and so was gonna f- pick the baby up there. Like, I kind of was like, yeah, trying to make it, but it's very intense and scary. And he was totally getting freaked out. But I was like, oh, but it's probably gonna get better from here because there was nothing about this in, in what the, I read. Right. And so, and so we like kept watching and he kept getting like more and more nervous. And then I fell asleep. <gasps> <laughs> awful and so then I woke up at the end and he was like basically on the verge of tears about like what he'd seen and I couldn't like really help him through it because I didn't really know what I'd missed like I kind of knew but I kind of didn't wow and anyway so he slept in my bed with me that night and for the next 15 years yeah wow it was a bad fail wow yeah wow (laughs) Ah, yeah, that makes mine look like nothing. Like I ate an extra cupcake or something. Wow, that was really good, Teresa. Thank you. I just screwed up anything related to scheduling for today. Oh, There's one of those days no. where, like, it's the one day without 
the kids. Uh-huh. They're both in school today. And I just did that thing where I have like five things scheduled. Oh, yeah. And all of them, like when I when I woke up this morning to look at them, I was like, why did I think I could do a meeting that's like 40 minutes away from my daughter's school that would end 15 minutes oh, before no. she has to be picked up? Yeah. Like this morning, it was like, why did I say it was okay to have this person come by the house between like nine, you know, 930 yeah. and 1030 when I definitely have to leave the house by 10 to get yeah. to the studio to record like like that kind of shit yeah. so like this whole morning i was just on the phone with people being like hey do you think you could be there earlier and then like to the afternoon meetings it's like is there some wiggle room where i could get there yeah 15 minutes early i'm like texting my friend could you maybe just be able to pick up katie bell who won't expect you to pick her up just to get like yeah it was like this i just was like standing there this morning like this after like the third call being like huh yeah look at that uh-huh and these were all these were all things that I thought were geniuses for yeah. for setting up. For setting up. Yeah. That was super brain. Yeah. Oh, I, and I, didn't, I thought that brain was gone. You no. mean my normal brain? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, One Bad Mother. I think that this is a fail. So my 16-month-old son and 3-year-old daughter had a doctor's appointment today, and they both had to get shots. She had to get a flu shot, and he had to get one of his vaccinations. So we get there, we get through the checkup, and everything's fine, and it's time for the shots. And we had not warned my daughter that she was getting a shot because we didn't want her to freak out. So we're talking to her about how we read the Bernstein Bears book, and Sister Bear gets a shot, and she's so brave, and she shows all the other little bears how to take a shot. So I tell her, well, mommy will get a shot and tell you, and you can see how brave I am. And then you can get a shot and show Reed how brave you are. So the nurse comes in and I tell her what we're going to do. And I wink at her when I tell her that mommy's going to get a shot. And she (laughs) says, well, mommy, have you had a flu shot? My husband says, no, she hasn't had a flu shot. And she said, hold on one second. Goes and gets a flu shot and comes back. I'm terrified of needles. But my daughter's staring at me, watching me to see how I react. So I had to get a flu shot. And I wanted to faint because I hate needles. I'm terrified. It was awful. But I didn't. I took the shot to show her that it didn't hurt and that I could be brave. So she took the shot. She cried a little bit, but she ended up being fine. I don't know if that's a genius or fail. I kind of got screwed, but I don't know. Either way, you're doing a fabulous job. Thanks. Well, it's a this fail because you got stuck. Yeah. <laughs> you got... You cornered yourself. You cornered yourself is the fail. Yeah. I love the winking. Yeah. Like, thinking <laughs> you're, like, so clever. <laughs> oh, no. Aren't I clever? Yeah. Stick. Ask for the baby needle. Right. Ask for the baby needle, even yeah. as an adult. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. On, amazing. like, so many levels. Yeah. Now, I do think... you. It, this is, like, the, like come kill the spider or the like getting in the pool and you hate cold water right. and like the like yeah. don't ruin your kid for getting in the pool the rest of their life by right. being like ah right right, right? like yeah. I always think about She's that breaking the cycle you're breaking the cycle fear. of needle yeah. fear you yeah. really are yeah that's really good yeah and so, you got yourself vaccinated against yeah. the flu which is or inoculated real, against the flu not, I don't know it, you got stuck for science <laughs> and that's good and for the betterment of all of the people around you so that is good yeah but your fail is definitely wink wink yeah trying to, to get it yeah the whole thing the whole setup is a fail 
Hilarious. All right, just so everybody knows, our producer, I can hear her laughing yeah. through the booth. Outside the booth. Yeah, outside yeah. the booth. This is pretty good. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Audible, with an unmatched selection of audiobook and spoken word audio products. Audible is the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you. Whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, or learn something new, or just listen to something fun while cleaning the kitchen or driving to work. For example, you can find my sister's book, American Housewife by Helen Ellis, and enjoy that little treat. Audible's offering One Bad Mother listeners a free 30-day trial membership. So get a free audiobook, like American Housewife, with a 30-day trial today by signing up. Go to audible.com slash badmother, or you can text badmother to 500-500 to get started. It's been a long time coming, but John Roderick finally has a podcast on the MaximumFun.org network. (sighs) The long wait is over. (laughs) Max Fun friends, I teamed up with these two unlikely nerds and their dumb Star Trek podcast. (laughs) And we talk about uh, war movies, not just in a laudatory and salivating way. (laughs) <laughs> but we apply critical thinking principles to uh, the multiple, multiple subtexts that are woven in every war movie. And Sylvester Stallone specifically. <laughs> it is not that. It is not that at all. So go grab Friendly Fire every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this? But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org. Well, Teresa, it's time to settle in for our special guest of honor today, which is a mom calling in to have a breakdown. Abe's and Teresa, this is a stepmom, not a real mom, because I didn't give birth to anyone having a meltdown. I have three beautiful, happy, healthy children. I love so much. Uh, their mom passed away uh, three years ago. I did not know her, uh, but we talk about her every day. She is still very much with us. Uh, she was very loved. Uh, I'm just, I'm getting so much pushback and passive aggressive shit from her friends who are, of course, parents of children. We see daily. I see these people a dozen times a week at school and 
sports and extracurriculars. Um, and for some reason, they still feel completely okay with saying things like, you know, I'm glad you're there for them, but I'm just not ready to see them so happy yet. <laughs> or uh, they pull stunts like, uh, hey, we want to take your kids to Tuba Christmas because, you know, it was their mom's favorite and we don't want them to miss out. And yeah, yeah, I fucking know. Do you not think that they told me? Why are you assuming that I wasn't going to take them to Tuba fucking Christmas? And my new mother-in-law is kind of the same. She stayed with us for seven weeks and would question my decisions in front of the kids, which you should never, ever do. Uh, I mean, we have two major food allergies in the house, and do you have any idea how hard it is to learn to cook for five people with no nuts or dairy? Well, I mean, I just want to say, well, Grandma, if we let the five-year-old choose what we eat for dinner, we'd be eating Skittles and ketchup. So, yes, <laughs> yes, they have to eat vegetables, and yes, they have to have a bedtime. It's uh, it's not so much that I care that they don't accept me, although that would be nice. But the kids are very intuitive. I mean, they pick up on things, and I don't want them to doubt my parenting. I Realistically, what do these people want for the kids? I mean, are they supposed to go through life in mourning and with no mother figure and no structure and just raising themselves. I I mean I, I didn't get to do the diapers and the late night feedings and I, I'm I'm really sad. I, I've wanted kids for a very long time, but I, I feel like the luckiest person on earth. I just I got thrown into it and I, I'm doing the very best that I can on the fly. And I just don't want my my kids to see uh, my lack of confidence. And I, I have the most supportive husband in the world, and he's, he's stuck up for me on several occasions. Um, I just I just feel fucking defeated at the moment. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm going to get out of the closet now. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Here's the thing. You are doing a amazing job. Yeah, we need you're to so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure what we should explore in this yeah. other than emphasizing how amazing a job you are doing. And yeah. I really feel like, obviously, obviously, there's a lot to unpack outside of your immediate family. Right. What I hear is that you're developing a strong relationship with these kids, with your kids, and you're developing a strong relationship with your partner, and that you guys are all supporting each other and developing this relationship, okay? I hear that, and that's amazing and remarkable, and you cannot ask for a better situation. You cannot control how family, friends, and relatives need to process whatever their grief is yeah. in this situation. And that is clearly what's happening. a r- big role yeah. in the way they're treating you. That is correct. Yeah. And, and there's a good chance they might not even realize that their comments are having the effect that they're having. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, totally. they might yeah. think you're doing a fucking great job. Yeah. But, but they're just sad. They're just sad and yeah. they're talking about, 
you know, this friend that they've lost. Yeah. That does not eliminate the fact that their comments are having this effect. Yeah. And I think I think you're absolutely right to be concerned about it, like being noticed by the kids. Right. That's totally fair. Yeah. However, I want to add this in. Okay. Because I dealt with this early on with sort of Katie Bell. You know, here you have a first child, uh-huh. right? It's your first time to experience this. And I definitely feel different about it with a second child after some experience. But you're just being tossed into this. So you're having this experience now. But when people would contradict me or people would uh, try and offer, especially the relatives, especially, why don't you just yeah, let them advice. do the thing? Yeah, yeah, the advice. Or let's just let them. Or let's, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I did have this. I really would come back to Stefan and be like, I don't like being questioned in front of yeah, the kids. Yeah, and like, yeah. I don't like... And it took me, and it was my mother who said to me, even though she will readily admit there's been stuff that she's done, you know, in front of the kids or said in front of the kids that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. But she said early on, your kids are going to be out there in the world being exposed to all sorts of things that you agree with or you don't agree with, right? They are going to come back to you. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. always going to come back to you. So, like, the best you can do is tell them you love them, show them the support, do all these things that you're already doing, setting up this relationship so they've got a, a, a grasp and a history and that their mother is connected to them yeah. all the time, yeah. as well as your relationship with them as, the, as, as a mother. Okay, and that's going to get them through all this. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they may not be aware that this is happening, but you and your partner are going to be the rock Mm -hmm. that secures them through this. And that's why I think you're doing such a great job. You're giving them this right now. You're totally doing doing it. it. Yeah. Obviously, you feel like you're not. Yeah. But you but you really are. are. Yeah. I, I just cannot express how remarkable I think you are. Yeah. And I hope you will be gentle with yourself during, you know, what's going to be a long transition period for you and your family. But you're doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I I just love you. Me too. Yeah. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? We learned that birth order is like a horoscope. It fits when it fits. <laughs> so the rest of the time, it's total bullshit. Marry who you want to marry. <laughs> Go out on a Tuesday, even if your horoscope says not to. I actually think we learned some interesting stuff about it actually not being about the concept or theory of birth order in terms of like the first one's like this and only child's just like this. Mm-hmm. and uh, Right? Actually, we didn't really talk about only children at all. They're crazy. (laughs) They're lunatics. They never can share. Oh, don't worry. We should totally have like a whole thing where we just do a list of stereotypes about onlys. We should totally do a show about only children. No, we should. Yes. But we should have somebody come on and speak to us about that. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that one time I was by myself for a weekend at home and I was an only child. I can totally attest to the freedom, the joy. No, but I, 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 we wound up tripping up on something that I don't think we were expecting. Mm-hmm. And that was how much we might be setting attention and levels of stress or levels of give or levels of take on our kids just based on when we had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really has nothing Shit. to do with like the yeah. history of like what a first, second, third, fourth, fifth are like. Right. right. Like it's yeah. just 
Oh, yeah. No, I, I may be subconsciously giving more to my first because mm-hmm. that's how I've always done it. Yeah. And my second might be getting this because I was a second, right? I mean, I yeah, yeah. I just think it's I, something new to be aware of. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Guys, real quick, a couple of reminders. Again, we're in San Francisco right now. Yep. <laughs> right if now. you're not there... Your drive square. over there. Yeah, really drive over. Come over. Sunday, the 21st, mm-hmm. 1 o'clock, San Francisco Sketch Fest. If you'd like to also come see me on Saturday night at risk, sharing a story, surprise, it's about parenting. <laughs> come join me there. You can find out that information at San Francisco Sketch Fest as well. And as we announced last week, da 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 da, we're going to be in Chicago. Yeah. Mother's Day weekend. At G-Man on... Tickets are going fast. Guys, we just announced uh, last week, and it's already over halfway sold out. Yeah. Okay? So you can find out information about it at onebadmotherpodcast.com under live shows. It's going to give you all the ticket information. Uh, Check that out. You might want to go ahead and get your tickets. Yeah. It's freaking me out. Also, you can join us on Facebook, private or public. Just search for One Bad Mother. You can follow us at Twitter, at Biz Ellis, at Teresa Thorne, at One Bad Mothers with an S. You can go like us on iTunes. That'd be great. That apparently affects things. In the... Do a review. Yeah, do a review. While you're there. Yeah. You could also go buy the book. Uh, yeah. You're doing a great job mm-hmm. and leave a review yeah. wherever you bought that book. Yeah. That's nice, too. That is nice. Guys, you're all doing an amazing job you really are you guys no matter when you were born <laughs> yeah or who came before you okay, or who came but after that's right if at all you're great yeah you're you really great. are you're doing amazing yeah. Teresa. yeah you're doing a really great job thanks biz so are you thank you we will talk to you guys next week bye, bye. i got to low down mama blues i got to low down mama blues Got to low down mama blue, low down mama blue. Got to low down mama blue, got to low down mama blue, you know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart. Our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, are perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.